Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. You and I are told increasingly we have to choose between a left or right. Well, I'd like to suggest there is no such thing as a left or right. There's only an up or down. It has been long overdue to expose the truth that the Democrats and Republicans are sucking the life out of America's liberty and usurping our rights at every turn. Now is the time to seize our civil liberties and take back our individual rights. Here on Southern Liberty, we will expose it all. With his musket on his back, the Declaration of Independence in one hand, and the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Roderick Threets. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages, I am... Your host, Roderick Threats, and welcome to the Southern Liberty Podcast, being broadcasted across all types of airwaves in South Florida, across your internet, megabits, megabytes, and all that gigabyte stuff you got going on over there. 
shout out one time to my people out on the left coast this evening for coming through. Shout out to all the new new folks that are that are coming through. Listen for the first time that heard me on Sunny's Corner on Saturday. I appreciate y'all coming through, checking out what we're doing here today. Um, and I'm just going to preface this. If you haven't listened to any uh, any other my shows, this is the first one you listen to live. If you're either in the chat or listen to it just, you know, in, in passing, just know this this Southern Liberty, this Southern Liberty with, with my co-host Kelly Champlin and Miss Valerie Zinn, we don't keep it 100 around here. We keep it 1,000. And we say the shit that you afraid to say. We say the shit that might be offensive to you. We don't care. We don't care. Because the truth can either be told in an articulate way, which no one listens to, or when it's smash mouth in your face. Either way, someone's going to be receptive to one of the one of the two methods. And we have found here on Southern Liberty that the smash mouth in your face is what's going to get your attention. Because it is beyond time to be nice and mince words with people when you have certain a certain group of people circumventing your civil liberties at every single turn. Please believe and understand that. So if you are sensitive to language, this ain't this ain't your place. This ain't the place to be. You're going to hear a little bit of country come out, a little bit of hood come out, and you're just going to hear some straight up just in your face. Don't care about your feelings stuff. I'm going to say to you. That's my parental advisory disclosure. <laughs> but let, let, let's get into this a little bit before we get into the news. One, one thing I want I, I want to say, first of all, to 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 to, to my uh, conservative friends that listen to this show, right? That got into a tizzy because Friday they passed HR five fifty five, right? And that that bill is particularly pertaining to the Immunization Infrastructure Modernization Act of 2021, right? And everybody was in the uproar that 80 Republicans voted for it, and and and, and they're going to use federal money for no. That's not what that bill was about, people. I, I need to set y'all straight. If you would have taken the time to read Ann Cooster's bill, okay. And understood the dynamic instead of saying, oh, it was a Democrat. Remember, this is a Democrat from New Hampshire. Okay, different beast. Different beast of Democrat. Those People in New Hampshire are just built different when it comes to these politics. You know, the, the, the live free or die state. They believe in that 100%. Y'all have heard my brother Julian Ackiard on this show. Same way. But if you guys would have taken time to read that bill, you would have seen literally in the first paragraph. 
it says to amend the Public Service Health Act with respect to immunization system data, modernization and expansion and for other purposes. If you actually go down and read section 2824 of that bill, you will see it says the secretary shall conduct activities, including with respect to inter, uh, interoperability, population reporting, and bidirectional reporting to expand, enhance, and improve immunization information systems that are administered by health departments or other agencies of state, local, tribal, and territorial governments and used by health care providers. And it awards grants or cooperative agreements to health departments or such other governmental entities as administer immunization information systems of state, local, tribal, and territorial governments for the expansion, enhancement, and improvement as immunization information systems to assist public health departments in assessing current data infrastructure, capabilities, and gaps among healthcare providers to improve and increase consistency in patient matching, data collection, reporting, bidirectional exchange, and analysis of immunization-related information. I need y'all to understand, this bill is not funding any type of vaccines. This is actually a win. Because with this data... And the expansion of these systems, they can see if herd immunity is actually working. They can see how many people actually have been have been jabbed. Right? This is inf- this is a win for the American people. This is a win. Because now we will have quantifiable data on if the vaccine, the, the true efficacy of the vaccine. We will be able to see these things and make proper adjustments and proper decisions by the people. So y'all got to come off of that, being outraged over that. Read the legislation. Watch C-SPAN before you jump on some pundit that's going to gaslight you. You should fact check, and I hate using that word fact check, but... Everything a pundit tells you, you should take it with a grain of salt until you read into it. Because whatever pundit tell y'all that this is a this HR uh, 550 was going to vac- uh, uh, fund vaccine mandates, you they were dead wrong and you got sucked in. Now, speaking of vaccine mandates... Let's shift these gears a minute. We thought the Biden administration, and I fought them for this because they they came out with the idea of private businesses being being forced to have their employees vaccine if they're over 100 employees. Well, Mayor de Blasio decides He's going to impose a citywide mandate on all private businesses to get the vaccine. Y'all hear me, right? 
when you thought tyranny could not hit this country in such a way that makes it lopsided. Welcome to the Confederate city of New York, a.k.a. the Jim Crow North. We can call it all that. This guy's going to sit here knowing the majority of the people in the workforce in these businesses in New York are employ more minorities than whites in these smaller businesses. The corporations are going to skip and slide. It's the little places. Now, now, I, I got I got the folks on the left always hauling about racial economic disparities, all this stuff. But he's going to mandate even the bodegas to be vaccinated. Really? See, when, when, when you fall complicit, let me say that again. When you fall complicit to the scheme because you think it's for the greater good, it's going to get you caught up too. Yep, and I'm gonna go, and I'm going right down racial lines with this one because that's exactly what it is doing. It's exactly what it's doing with over 70% of black America inside New York City not being vaccinated. This forces a, another decision upon people that live in the city, city in poverty, live in the tenements, live in the Marcy, right? To either get a vaccine or don't eat or live. What kind of bullshit decision? What? That's not a choice. Y'all remember I said Friday night? That's an ultimatum. It's not live free or die. It's literally um, take this jab or not only lose your house and home. You Hell, worst case scenario. Hell, you might lose your life because you'll be so depressed. You might want to commit suicide with the same guns they're trying to take from you. Hmm? Talk about uh, human rights violations. Hmm? And you libshits out there are clapping right along with it. Yeah, we got to get back to normal, bitch. Let me tell y'all something. This is uh, this is one hundred percent real. For a lot of black Americans, they have never known a normal because they've always been put behind a fucking eight ball. They have always been put behind an eight ball to make life or death decisions. A few of us have been blessed and got from around that eight ball. Some are not. But you lib shits want to stand up for our minorities. I'm not even talking about the poor white folks right now. I'm talking about the poor minorities. You say white lib shits say, oh, I, I'm all for minorities, but you're going to uphold shit like this. 
to make people have to make a life or death decision literally. Hmm? I'll, I'll never understand it. I would never understand y'all's train of thought. But you would rather let people starve to death, stand in bread lines. Remember when that happened during COVID, y'all, in New York City? Where they literally shut the city down. They had bread lines. They had food bank lines at the cathedrals for blocks. Because people couldn't work and couldn't get food. And y'all want that all to happen all over again, huh? They don't make enough food in this country to give away for free in New York City. Do you understand the number, the amount of people in New York City? Do y'all really understand the demographics of New York City? Let's let, let, let's put it let, let's put it in perspective a second. There is 19 million people in New York, all five boroughs. We're black. 70% of them are not vaccinated. Even with the first dose, are not vaccinated. So you're meaning to tell me you're okay with alienating 7 million people. You're okay with that. Because your retarded, selfish, libtard ass wants to get back to normal. That don't like equity or equality or inclusion to me. It sounds like Jim Crow. It sounds like segregation. It sounds like medical apartheid. Going back to black folks have always been, be a lot of black folks have always been behind the eight ball. Because they never knew a normal because of the decisions they had to make. Two, three jobs, a parent in a household with three kids. No one should have to struggle like that. Ever. But two lib shits don't give a fuck. Minorities, just how much you can get out of them. Hmm? Yes, I'm pulling y'all right to the fucking carpet. Because it's bullshit. And y'all will sit right here and let this tyrant, Bill de Blasio, literally tell your, tear your city down, not once, but twice. Tear it down. And to let him do this, New York City will not come back. It's starting to get a little bit of its feet now. New York City will not come back if they mandate this vaccine for everyone to work and go into places. You want to talk about a great migration from the city? You're going to see seven to eight million minorities 
10 million minorities leave that city. I mean, literally, let's, sit, let, let, let's keep it 100. Let's keep it 100 second. You do realize that the minorities outnumber the white folks in the city. You you guys do realize that, right? And I was wrong on the statistic. 24.3% black, 14.9% Asian, and 14.75% other races. They outnumber the white folks in New York City. And you're going to force these people to do something they may not want to do? You're going to see a mass exodus of 10 to 11 million people out of that city. New York City will not survive that. It will not survive that. Hell, I'm 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 gonna pull a Hank Johnson and say um, they'll go out out to uh, uh, out to Montauk, Miss Val. You know where I'm talking about. I know you're in the chat there. They might go out to Montauk and and cause Long Island to tip over. <laughs> Serious talk, though, right? Like, is that what? Every day, we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. That's all Lipschitz want. Y'all, y'all just y'all, y'all, y'all want to just excommunicate a couple people because your selfish ass wants to get back to what is normal when folks you're dictating to has never really seen a normal. Have y'all been through the Marcy in Brooklyn? Have you been through Bed-Stuy? Have you been up and down Jerome Avenue in the Bronx? Hmm? Have you been through Jamaica, Queens? Have you been through Harlem? You probably haven't because you're afraid to go north of 144th Street. Because you know what goes on up there. Because y'all have created an environment so bad that they will pop off at you. And I'm not talking about with the mouth. Y'all have created the conditions in that city for these people. Because you want to be inclusive and want equity when your policies are doing the exact opposite. Hmm? But the hell with civil liberty because you want normal. 
Hmm? I want to force these people to get a jab so I can get back to normal. Who cares if it's minorities? Who cares? Hmm? And I hope all those ones, the 70% of the African-American population that is not vaccinated, I hope they continue down that road and not get it on purpose. Because guess what? Guess what you libshits did, right? Here's the other side of the paradigm. You just gave away all your political power. You gave away from, from a political strategy standpoint, you gave away all of your political power because if the minorities in the city don't work, your city shuts down because they run it. You can you, you, you find these financiers and all that. Y'all don't run New York City. It's the bodegas, right? It's the Giovanni's in the corner in Soho that runs New York City. It's Chinatown and Long Island City that runs New York City. Y'all, y'all, you financiers and you hedge fund guys don't run shit in New York. Y'all just come there for a profit and roll out when the real people that keep the lights on in New York City. Are New York City. And if they don't work. They shut the city down. Then what are you going to do? Oh well we got to get them vaccinated. So we're going to go door to door. No the hell you ain't. You ain't going door to door in no Bronx. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't going door to door. In parts of Queens. You damn sure ain't going in Upper Manhattan, Harlem area, door to door talking about a vaccine. Because you're going to probably end up missing. And them big ass sewer rats will be there to be your pallbearers. Mm. So what you going to do? What are y'all going to do when they refuse? All of them refuse? No. And still live in New York. You can't arrest all of them and send them to Rikers Island for not having a vaccine. Rockers Island ain't that big. Hell, Rockers Island will flip over. <laughs> Hank Johnson. Yeah. I'm just saying, where are you going to put these people if you arrest all of them? And then now you're participating in the prison industrial complex. huh? Y'all just can't get away. Y'all can't get away from your, because all of your thinking and uh, uh, and. What you have preset in your mind is not logical because in the end, you hurt minorities, libshits. You hurt minorities more than you think. And you even put minorities in further danger. You put them in further danger because you know when the police roll up, they're already scared as shit. I'm sorry, let's keep it real. And you're going to bring some enforcement arm to their door to force them to do something? Nah, nah, nah. All them dope boys around there in the Bronx and in Brooklyn. Stat and we know Staten Island ain't got to fuck around with you. That's mafia town, period. They ain't fucking with you in Staten Island. Hmm? You lipshits do not understand the paradigm you have created for yourself because you are in the minority. 
when it comes to people doing whatever the hell they want to do, you are in the minority. And you know what? And I hate to say this. I hate to say this, but I got I, I got to keep it 100. I got to stay consistent. Right? I don't like the 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 burning of buildings and and all that shit. I don't agree with it. I don't like it. There's better ways. But I'm going to tell you. You push these New Yorkers too far. They are no strangers. They are no strangers to lighten it up. They will start down one borough and up the other. Hell, Hawk Newsom has already said they're going to go on a one month boycott of businesses in New York if they bring back the old police policies. In code, I know what that means. They're going to start tearing shit up. Hmm? So, you got, you, you liberals in New York, y'all got a decision to make. Y'all got a very serious decision to make. You got a serious decision to make. Either check your boy de Blasio or New York City will be on fire. Literally. Empire State Building, Rockefeller Center, all of it will be on fire. And... Let me tell you something, when New Yorkers do shit, they legit do shit. They don't half-ass it. They will fuck your shit up. Your shit will be laying in rubble on the ground by the morning once they once they get a hold of your shit. I'm just saying, y'all need y'all need y'all need to check y'all boy. You need to check your boy. If not, game over. I'm just telling you, game over. And there's a lot of people in New York City got a lot of frustration. Game over. That minimum that minimum wage hike ain't gonna mean nothing. That botch Amazon deal that your girl AOC did, uh, uh, preached against ain't gonna matter. Because you're going to need more than the National Guard, the New York State Police, the NYPD, CPD, MP3, all those letter agencies to come help y'all get order back in New York City. Because it's going to be very hard to get 10 million people in order in a city like that, where people know the terrain. Hmm? People know the terrain. They know who is where, how, and when. You don't have a chance. The best military in the nation, our United States military, don't have a chance. I'm just calling it 100. Our National Guard don't have a chance. NYPD barely has a chance. This is what you're creating. You're creating an army of 10 million people that you you cannot stop. And some people will say, you know, U.S. military is the best. U.S. military is not trained in urban combat. 
People seem to forget that. They do not fight in urban areas. They fight in open terrain. Majority of the raids and stuff you see are commanded raids. They're not actually in the streets fighting like, you know what I'm saying, armies. They're fighting the occasional insurgent, right? They're not fighting in urban areas. Urban warfare is a whole different beast. Ask a Vietnam vet that fought in Ho Chi Minh. Hmm? It's a whole different beast. You can't just roll a roll a Bradley down the street in New York City. It ain't that easy. Thinking you're going to go shoot at something. Hmm? It's different. It's a different type of warfare. And New Yorkers know all about it. They've been underground, above ground. Know what buildings point to where, like, you, you're going to have a 10, a 10 million person army in a city that is going to lay siege to it and take control of the government. Y'all want to see an insurrection? Piss off these New Yorkers even further. Piss them off further. Because this will be the time where the mob... The gangster disciples, the vice lords, the folk corner hustlers, the bloods, the crips. They're going to be like, man, y'all fools crazy. We about to take this shit and they will all come together under the same umbrella. And that's a force I don't suggest anyone to fuck with. <laughs> to be honest, uh-uh. Uh-uh-uh-uh, no. Mm-mm. I wouldn't fuck with that whole, that group together on the mm-mm. Nope. You don't you won't stand a chance. I've run my mouth long enough. What we what we got in the news today, Ms. Miss Val, before we go to break real quick. What 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 we got going? Mm -hmm. I mean, I was just thinking and it's it's Kale, not Val, honey. Yeah. <laughs> she's tomorrow night. I know, she's tomorrow night. My bad, boo. <laughs> It's okay. She's my sister. We're not. We're good. We're good. Yeah, I was just sitting there thinking while you're talking, and you know, you, you're just talking about the black, the black gangs. You're not talking about if they join forces with the Latin kings mm -hmm. and the other Latin gangs that are out there. Yep. Uh, they join forces. Y'all might as well just tuck tail and run because it ain't happening. Nor New York will be theirs, and they'll fight over the spoils later. But. When they join for common cause, you best believe your ass is in trouble. Yep. Yep. So, as far as the news goes, other than 550 passing in the House, H.R. 6119 is now law, keeping our government fat and sassy until September 30th of 2022. And that oh. bill, yeah, that's the Further Extending Government Funding Act. It was introduced on December 2nd by Representative DeLauro and Representative uh, DeLauro of Connecticut. And it became public law on December 3rd. Now, I, I, I'd like to know um, how they do an appropriations bill, introduce it, and pass it in one damn day. 
This bill provides continuing fiscal year 2022 appropriations for federal agencies, provides supplemental appropriations, and extends several expiring authorities. Specifically, the bill provides continuing fiscal year 2022 appropriations to federal agencies through the earlier of February 18th of 2021 or the uh, enactment of the Applicable Appropriations Act. It is known as a continuing resolution, a CR, and prevents a government shutdown that would otherwise occur, and it would have occurred on Saturday, if the fiscal year 2022 appropriations bill have not been enacted when the existing CR expires. CR funds most programs and activities at the 2021 levels with several exceptions that provide funding flexibility and additional appropriations for various programs. The... Um, the upshot of this is that the government didn't shut down, unfortunately, which y'all realize that 80% of the government does not shut down. I it just... We've been operating without a budget for how long? Too damn long? We keep going on these continuing appropriate uh, continuing resolutions. The bill also extends several expiring authorities, including the authority for the Department of Health and Human Services to make certain appointments for the National Disaster Medical System. <laughs> Yay, go Dr. Fauci, I guess. The special assessment under the Justice for Victims of Trafficking Act of 2015 on non-indigent people or entities convicted of certain criminal offenses in effect, sexual abuse and trafficking. The temporary scheduling order issued by the Drug Administration to place fentanyl-related substances in Schedule 1 of the Controlled Substances Act. The current Medicaid federal matching rate, also known as the Federal Medicaid Assistance Percentage, or FMAP, for certain territories, and the pay freeze for certain senior officials and political appointees in the executive branch. So that's that's the basics of, of this bill. If you want to read it, it is uh, HR 6119, and it passed into law. Okay, so let, let's break this bill down, mm-hmm. right? So mind you, this number these numbers are in millions, and I, I'm, I'm a, I, I, I want to. Mention that from the onset, and I uh, mm-hmm. and I want you guys to understand the numbers I'm reading here, so you get the gravity of what they are spending. Remember, these numbers are mil- in millions of dollars. Okay, yeah. so we start off with uh, uh, agriculture, mm-hmm. right? And that discretionary appropriation is sitting at 60, 67,000, 67,700, okay, mm-hmm. which equates out to $67 million. Um, the Commerce, Justice, and Science Committee uh, injected 189,000. 189 million, right? Mm-hmm. Defense budget, we are looking at 1,386,000. 
Hang on. Hang on there, guys. Y'all know what that means. The second biggest item goes to uh, labor, HHS, and education at the at the cost of five hundred and two thousand, which we know in millions. You know where that number's going. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> at the end of the whole thing, this whole thing, this continuing resolution, is going to cost us one million six hundred. Fifteen thousand two hundred nine. Put that in perspective. Remember, that's in millions of dollars. That's millions of dollars, not a million. Those are millions of dollars. That gives you an idea how big that budget is. That con- I'm not budget. That continued resolution is resolution. Yeah. I mean, they just literally just threw a trillion dollars, one one point six trillion dollars together, and said, "Oh, we're good here." Yep. We're out in twenty four hours. In twenty four hours, we're good. We're good on that. It's just, it's disgusting. It is There's so been five disgusting. Roll call votes on this. Have there? That was that's what it says. There have been five roll call votes on it, and that would probably include both the House. And- yes, yeah, yeah. Passed the Senate sixty nine twenty eight. Mm-hmm. Um, there was an amendment to it um, that went down forty to fifty eight, forty eight fifty. Uh, and then the House, yeah, the House was twenty seven two seventeen two oh nine. And then and there was another roll call vote, two twenty one to two two twelve. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, so yeah, they they got that through all the they got all those votes all in in one day. Yeah. And and the, the one thing about this bill, see, this is the bill. People should have been upset about because yeah. in HR sixty one nineteen, the uh, the Senate Amendment forty eight sixty eight proposed by Republican Roger Marshall was to prohibit the use of federal funds for implementing or com- or enforcing COVID nineteen vaccine mandates. Yeah. Right. So again, and, and 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 I shout this out to conservatives: make sure you're reading the bills because eighty. Mm-hmm. Rep- because 80 Republicans technically did not vote. I'm not even going to go through that. I don't want to explain how it that just, process yeah. works. Yeah, It's too much to go over in in, in an hour, right? Okay. But, but, uh, but the thing is, is this is too much to pass in a day for mm-hmm. it to become law. You're right. You've got $1.6 trillion on the table, and nobody sat down and said... Where are we going to get the money for this bullshit? Mm-hmm. How are we going to pay for it? On top of all the other spending that we're doing? Mm-hmm. Because this doesn't touch the infrastructure package. This doesn't touch the Build Back Better bill that they want to put through. Mm-mm. This is a completely separate bill. Yep. 
Yep. And surprisingly, the vote was down party lines. The vote oh, for yeah. that was down party lines, right? And the two, because the vote was forty-eight to fifty on on that uh, on that amendment, two Republicans yeah. abstained, right? And, uh, and and people are going to get a little bit mad about that, but the thing is, it, it wouldn't have mattered. Mm-hmm. Really, it um, made a bit of difference. No, if they would have voted yay, it would have went to a tiebreaker vote. Mm-hmm. And the Democrats will still will, would have still voted out this amendment. Yeah. So it wouldn't have mattered if the two Republicans voted or not. That's just how the cookie crumbles. Yeah. And the two Republicans, if I'm not mistaken, were who? Mike Lee and Mm-mm. there was somebody else who voted. Senator him. Haggerty and Senator Thune. Oh, okay. Haggerty and Thune. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Haggerty and Lee for some reason. No, Mike Lee. No, Mike Lee voted yay. All okay. the all the Republicans voted yes to the amendment, and all the Democrats voted no. Oh, to the amendment. I thought you were talking about the yeah to the bill. no the amendment. Right, the, okay. the amendment. Now, when it comes to the entire bill, um, I got it right here in front of me. Hold on a minute. Okay. Uh, there we go. Sixty-nine to twenty-eight vote. Oh uh, yeah, because they sixty and mm-hmm. let's see who didn't vote is Haggerty, Inhofe, and Thune did not vote mm-hmm. on this bill, and mm-hmm. yeah, and then let's see. The Republicans that voted, let me do this. The Republicans that voted yes was Blunt, Senator Blunt, Senator Burr. Senator Capito, uh, Senator Cassidy, Senator Collins, Senator Cornyn, uh, Senator Murkowski, Senator Moran, Senator McConnell, uh, let's see, Senator Hyde Smith, Senator Portman, Senator Round, Senator Rubio, Senator Shelby, Senator Tillis. Senator Wicker and Senator Young. Those are those are the those are the, those are the guys that voted for this bill. So basically, it ran along the the neocon lines. <laughs> you nailed it! You nailed it! You nailed it! That's exactly what happened. That is exactly well, and, what happened. And the thing is, is I'm not shocked, especially with the military budget being involved, because you've got uh, the neocons right now saber-rattling over Ukraine, wanting to put more troops in there to protect Ukraine from Russia mm-hmm. because of the troop buildup on that border. Oh, speaking of speaking of that situation, oh, we got to go to break. Mm-hmm. I, got, I, 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 got, I got some more hypocrisy. Okay. To to expose when we come back from break. So y'all sit back and relax a hot minute. Get your cheese, wine, crackers, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> and we'll be back in six.
I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. Stocks starting the week sharply higher as investors shrug off fears about the new COVID variant and prepare for new inflation data coming later this week. The Dow rising 647 points, the Nasdaq up 140, S&P 500 up 53. And shares of digital media company BuzzFeed making a disappointing Wall Street debut with the shares falling around 11%. BuzzFeed went public through a merger with a special purpose acquisition company and owns digital media sites BuzzFeed News, HuffPost, and Taste. And Tesla shares continue to fall, dipping into correction territory after Reuters reported that the Securities and Exchange Commission is looking into its solar city arm and issues with its solar panels. And shares of Lucid Group took a dive after the electric vehicle maker disclosed that it was subpoenaed by the SEC in relation to the deal that took the company public. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hillary Barsky, invested in you. Are you kidding? I never miss one of your dinner parties. How's the new job? We're growing fast. And I stopped working weekends, thanks to how much smoother everything runs on NetSuite by Oracle. Fantastic. Uh, we're still using QuickBooks. Why haven't you upgraded to NetSuite? Uh, we're making QuickBooks work, sort of. Shh, watch your language. The kids are right there. Sorry, Amy. NetSuite gives you visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow, all in one place. And 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control since upgrading from QuickBooks to NetSuite. Yeah, sounds like it's time for me to switch to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com quick. Head to NetSuite.com quick for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com quick. legislative maps. The department's career voting law experts have assessed Texas's new redistricting plans and determined that they include districts that violate the Voting Rights Act. The Justice Department suit claims the maps passed by Texas's Republican-dominated legislature favor incumbents and decrease political representation for growing minority communities that have driven growth in the nation's largest red state. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton defending the new maps, calling the lawsuit an intrusion by the Biden administration. During a video call tomorrow, President Biden is expected to warn Russian President Vladimir Putin of severe economic consequences should Russia invade Ukraine. Russia has amassed a large number of troops and military equipment at the Ukraine border. The Biden administration won't be sending a diplomatic delegation to the upcoming Winter Olympic Games in China. To protest Chinese human rights abuses and crimes against humanity in Xinjiang, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says. This is just an indication that it cannot be business as usual, that not sending a diplomatic delegation sends that message. The administration is not preventing Team USA athletes from competing. We'll be behind them 100% as we cheer them on from home. We will not be contributing to the fanfare of the games. China foreign ministry accused the U.S. of grandstanding and says China will take countermeasures. Fox's Jared Halpern at the White House. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio says all private employers, big and small in the city, will have to require their workers to get vaccinated against COVID-19 by December 27th. De Blasio says the move is aimed at preventing a spike in coronavirus infections during the holiday season and the colder months. The mayor said he expects the new mandate to survive any legal challenges. America's listening to Fox News.
Not running your business on NetSuite is like trying to sink a putt with a cap pulled over your eyes. NetSuite by Oracle is the number one cloud financial system, giving you visibility and control of your financials, inventory, budgeting, and more, all in one place. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash fox. President Biden says Americans are paying two to three times what other developed countries pay for the same prescription drugs. The president highlighted provisions in his Build Back Better proposal designed to bring down drug prices, including capping the cost of insulin and authorizing Medicare to negotiate the prices of some medications. Democrats in the Senate have not yet coalesced around final language of the nearly $2 trillion spending plan dismissed by Republicans as a costly expansion of government that will raise taxes. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Minneapolis Police Chief Meteoria Arandando announcing today he'll retire next month from the department that has been rocked by four officer arrests in the death of George Floyd. Arandando saying it was time for new leadership at the department. Several more hostages captured in Haiti have been released. Christian Aid Ministries in Ohio says three more hostages have been released. And as with the previous release of two individuals, they say they cannot release any details, except to say that the three seem to be in good spirits. Twelve remain kidnapped. The group went to visit an orphanage in mid-October when the 400 Maozo gang abducted them. Authorities had said the gang members were asking for a million dollars for each person. It is unclear if that was applied to the five children abducted, including an eight-month-old. Haiti has seen an increase in kidnappings after the president was assassinated in the summer and the country's been dealing with the aftermath of an earthquake and fuel shortage. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. Nearly 70 nurses and doctors working in the intensive care unit at a Spanish hospital have tested positive for COVID-19 after attending a Christmas party. Health authorities today reporting 68 medical professionals were diagnosed with the virus. Everyone attending the party had negative tests or had been vaccinated prior to the event. I'm Rich Dennison, and this is Fox News. When you're running a business, when is it convenient to go to the post office? On your lunch break? At the end of the day? Saturday? How about never? Because Stamps.com brings the U.S. Postal Service and UPS right to your computer with postage on demand. No more trips to the post office. No more paying full price for postage. No more wasted time. It's easy to start, and you'll be printing postage in minutes. Print postage for letters and packages and schedule pickups right from your home or office 24-7 with Stamps.com. Nearly 1 million businesses use Stamps.com and get discounts up to 40% off post office rates and now up to 66% off UPS shipping rates. Plus, with Stamps.com, there are no long-term contracts and no risk. Go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone, and enter code FOX for a four-week trial, plus free postage and an easy-to-use digital scale. Save time. Save money. Sign up at Stamps.com. Click the microphone and enter code FOX. That's Stamps.com, code FOX. Yes, sir. Welcome back to the Liberty. 
If you're not subscribed to this podcast, please make sure you're doing so on all podcast platforms. Just one of them. One of them will do. One of one of them will do for now. <laughs> if you want to subscribe to more, that's great too. I just don't think you have that much space on your phone to subscribe to five different podcast services to get this one. You just need only need to listen to it once. That's all. It's all gravy. I appreciate y'all though. If you're not part of the BPMG family, make sure you go ahead and check check us out at patreon.bpmg.us. Um, you know, all that good stuff. Because we are a well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> facts. Facts. Straight up facts. Straight up facts. What else we got, Miss Miss Kell? What else we got? Well, I, I just wanted to mention one thing. Um, blessings to the Dole family uh, oh, with yes. the passage of, of Senator Bob Dole. Uh, 98 years old, he lived a rich and full life and was very, very important in our country's history. So I just want to offer up uh, you know, thoughts and prayers to Miss Elizabeth and to the rest of the family. Okay, the next thing that I have right now, I'm going to go on to something a little different here. Uh, the oil from the oil reserve. You know those 50 million barrels that the president was going to be releasing? Oh, yeah, those, yeah. Do mm-hmm. you know, lower the prices a couple of cents? Mm-hmm. American News. The Department of Energy will release 32 million barrels of oil as part of an exchange that will be returned to the reserve in the coming years. 18 million, or 18 million barrels will be released over the next federal, I can't talk, next several months from a sale that Congress had previously authorized. What? While the, yeah. While the statement admits Americans are hurting due to rising gas prices, the administration seems to be engaging in damage control by attempting to praise Biden's actions so far. Um, Part of the the reserve, that 18 million barrels, guess where they're being sold? Um, China? China! And India. Speaking of China, speaking of China, yeah, all of my left-leaning friends. Mm -hmm. I should say left-leaning friends. All my anti-Trumpers. I need y'all to take a seat in front of me real quick. (laughs) I need y'all to take a seat in front of me real quick. Remember. When y'all rant and raved when the whole Burisma thing went down and it was exposed uh-huh. that Hunter Biden had been on Air Force Two with his daddy mm-hmm. over in China. Yeah. And I said, oh, no, no, that's fake news. That's conservative propaganda when the flight log specifically said he was in China he was, this fucker was on Air Force 2 yep but y'all denied there's it even photos of, there's even photos of him in China with Joe okay 
Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now I'm a uh, uh, now now I'm gonna need you anti Trumpers, you anti conservatives, to hold put on your seat about a minute, because I want you to fit a fire up your ass on this one. Mm-hmm. Y'all said it was BS, but Hunter Biden's equity firm just funded a Chinese investor and Chinese investing bank. For cobalt mines. In Africa. In Africa. The Chinese bought it from an American company. I'm sorry, anti-Trumpers, to pull you to the carpet. I hope your ass is burning right now. And those of you that are not listening, I hope your ears are burning. Because I'm talking about you. We told y'all this Biden bullshit that y'all wanted Joe in because you didn't like Trump, regardless of the scandal. Y'all want to go after Trump's taxes when Hunter Biden was literally using his daddy's name to sell off American-owned property in Africa to China. You assholes. Well, I was a conspiracy theorist. Miss Kell was a conspiracy theorist. Miss mm-hmm. Val was a conspiracy theorist. But here it is right here again. Yeah. Participating in pillaging of land. Hmm? Yeah. Don't think the Afghanistan withdrawal, and I'm going to say this, don't think the Afghanistan withdrawal was by accident. Nope, it wasn't. Because what can you do with cobalt and lithium? Yeah. That's a question for the chat. What, What can you do with cobalt and lithium? I'll give you a hint. What is our government pushing for? <laughs> really, really hard. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, yes, you're exactly correct, Jack. Cobalt and lithium are used to make batteries. For electric vehicles. Batteries for things like electric vehicles. Yeah. Electric cars. But, yeah, yeah, but again, right, we're conspiracy theorists, right? We can't, because, wait a minute. We're racist because two plus two, we're making two plus two equal four. Mm-hmm. Right? We're xenophobic, too. I need you anti-Trumpers to think about this a minute. Think about what you have done. Because now, going back to my rant at the first half of the show, Uh 
plain as day, you have now facilitated the pillaging and killing of Africans by the Chinese and Americans. Yeah. You just you just sanctioned it because you know they're going to capture these young African kids and stick yep. them in their minds to work exactly. those minds like they have been. And nobody has really said much about that. You've got kids as young as five years old working in those cobalt mines. Mm-hmm. Barehanded, barefoot, yep. no protection. Yep. But you know and what? you think China's going to do any better with that? Oh, hell no. But they don't care because, again, they don't speak about the Uyghurs either. No, they don't. No, no. No, it's only in terms when they speak of the Uyghur genocide. And they do call it a genocide. When they speak of it, John Kerry and Nancy Pelosi, they only mention it in terms of, oh, well, you know, we kind of have to turn a blind eye because of, oh, well, you know, climate change. Excuse me? So you're willing to overlook a genocide. Mm -hmm. When the Chinese are building a coal-powered electrical plant every single week. Every week, a new coal fire plant goes online. Yep. They're mining for lithium. They're mining for cobalt now. Mm-hmm. And they're using slave labor to do it. But yep. you're willing to overlook that because, oh, sorry, climate change. We got to do it. Mm-hmm. Bite my ass. Anyway, let's. Let, let, let's yeah. Um, okay. What else you got? <laughs> okay, well, kind of in the same vein. According to Space Force, uh, let's see here if I can find his name. General David Thompson told the Washington Post in an English last Tuesday that China and Russia have lasers, video frequency jammers, and cyber attacks. The threats are really growing and expanding every single day. And it's really an evolution of activity that's been happening for a long time, said General Thompson, Vice Chief of Space Operations in the new military branch. We're now where most of what can be threat. Um, yeah. Don't you know that would throw a wrench in the monkey in the in the works? Oh no, not at all. No, no, no wrenches. No wrenches to see here. I people. mean, yeah, nothing to see here. Take out our GPS satellites, telecommunications satellites, and what have we got left? Not a damn thing. Entertainment tonight. <laughs> I guess. I get. I, I. I don't know. Don't mind me. Just watching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it don't. just floors me. I mean, people don't think about this. They really don't. No. One of the more interesting came across. And this says this goes back. But yeah, 1955, so 60 years. Mm-hmm. The Justice, the Justice Department closes the Emmett Till investigation without charges. Now, y'all have heard us talk about this case before, and I'm going to have to have somebody else pull it in because it's behind a paywall. But basically what they've done is 
they've said, you know, we, we we can't find anybody to charge in this. This kid was beaten to death. Mm -hmm. Gruesomely beaten to death. And the woman who, who made the charges against him uh, basically recanted years ago. Yeah. So he was beaten to death for nothing. But yeah, nope. the DOJ has closed it with, with no further investigation, and they're not going to make any arrests on it. Well, who was even still alive, though? Uh, yeah, that's true. But, you know, some some justice would at least be nice for the family. It would be nice for him. I mean, you. I, I mean, I, I know it's just like, how would that look, right, posthumously, right? How would that look? Because everybody that well, was pretty much what? involved in that is is dead. Okay, but you look at it too. They do exonerations posthumously. Mm-hmm. But who do you charge, right? And, and yeah. this, this would be interesting. Like, who who do you charge? Do you do you charge the state government for not you investigating? Mm-hmm. Right? Do you charge them? Do does the family have a right now to a wrongful death suit? That's a great question. Right, and sue the state. Yeah, yeah. that's a great question because, and and at this point, because. Because the DOJ is uh, DOJ is handling it, would they have a case against the DOJ, not just the state? I wouldn't say DOJ. Where Mississippi? Uh, yeah, this was Mississippi. Yes. And it just it, it was really interesting, and I I pulled that up, and for some reason it's behind the paywall now, so I can't find it. If you guys want to see the article, it's through the New York Times. Um. Emmett Till investigation closed. All right. And the last thing that I have, which is rather interesting, is an article through the NIJ. Okay? Okay. And they're debating DNA collection. That now, in itself is already creepy. It's, it's very creepy, but they've been doing it to prisoners. In other words, if you've been convicted of a crime, uh, a lot, quite a few states allow for DNA collection, okay, to make sure that they're matching up in cases and things like that. Um, and it's something that um, if you're wrongfully accused and the DNA comes up, that means an exoneration on your part if you're wrongfully accused of it and it wasn't your DNA. Right. But what they're trying to, let's see, what does it say? About 20 states in the federal government have passed legislation that requires DNA collection upon arrest. Not conviction, upon arrest. Now, I can see it if you've been convicted of a crime. Correct. But if I'm arrested, they're going to collect my DNA? For what? Uh, that that tends to violate the Fourth Amendment, doesn't it? Well, I mean... We, if, we, I've not uh, been, if I've not been convicted of a crime... Hey, uh, hey, as a constitutionalist, that is exactly correct. But we have talked about this on the show, right? We've talked about mm -hmm. this exact paradigm, right? 
Terry mm-hmm. versus Ohio. Yeah. Reasonable suspicion can get you arrested. DNA. Well, okay, and and another point that they bring up in this article, and this is uh, issue number 264 of the NIJ, okay, Uh, NIJ Journal. Fingerprints remain on file unless a person makes a formal request to remove them. Proponents believe that taking DNA samples should be thought of in the same way and the process would yield similar benefits. The problem being is that they're not removing those DNA samples from the files. Once they're there, they're there. There's no way to expunge those from your record. Like you would be able to with fingerprints. Right. So my question is, is if they're keeping them on file, if they're keeping those those DNA profiles and samples on file, um, what's being done with them? Yeah, is your DNA being sold? Is your is your personal property being sold? Exactly. So it was just it was just a, an article of interest that I thought you guys might like. And I have no clue how to drop it into the link for the for the chat so you guys can take a look at it, but I put the I put the link in our show notes, Rod, if you wanna drop that in. You'd have an easier way to do that than I do. I sure will, but that that's very interesting because It's, they are literally stealing your property. Yeah. You can be arrested and not booked. They can take your DNA. They can literally pull you over for a moving violation. Mm-hmm. Claim the same thing. Mm-hmm, claim that you are being combative. Mm-hmm. Then arrest you. Take your DNA. And let you go. Yeah. And the problem that I see with this is once they own that DNA, they basically own you. That's correct. Because that's the blueprint for your entire being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They could clone so, you. Yeah. They can inject your DNA into others. They like could sell it to somebody for experimentation. Mm-hmm. There are all kinds of theories with this, and it's it's one of those things that, like I said, it was just an article of interest that I happened to see. And I agree, Marlene, it is creepy as hell. And it's creepy for several reasons, because number one, you have no control over that once it leaves your body. Once they put that sample on file, you have no control over what they do with it. Yeah. You don't control how long they keep it. You don't control who they sell it to, who they loan it to, no. what they do with it experimentally, what they do with it statistically, because, you know, there may be certain DNA profiles that they're looking for, for statistic purposes. Yeah. You don't know. Yep. So they're literally taking a body part and saying, here, we're going to play with it. Yep. And you that's get no exactly saying. What they're doing. Yep. That's exactly what they're doing.
You have no more privacy, people. No. We we we, ha- we we haven't had privacy since 1963. Yeah. We got to fix it. Mhm. We have to fix it and I got the blueprint to fix it. Those of you that follow my Twitter seen me put the question out there, DM me. If you want the blueprint, if you're a sitting official or a candidate running for office, I got the blueprint. You want to win your election? I got the blueprint. But will you be bold enough to run on it? Yeah, that's the question. Will you be bold enough to run on it? No. One other one other thing, and this is this is actually going down tomorrow. Mm-hmm. There's a group called Shutdown DC. Mm-hmm. Yep, we know about them very well. Shutdowndc.org. Shutting things down to open things up, and they are planning to shut down the Capitol tomorrow. Uh oh. Another insurrection. Uh huh. Which blockade are you going to join? December 4th and 5th was their training weekend. Mm. So we have literal domestic terrorists training in open view saying they're going to siege the Capitol. Crickets. Yeah. But you know what, though? Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Stop, stop, stop. Full stop a minute. Full mm-hmm. stop a minute. On Saturday. They had this Patriot March that no one knew about. Mm-hmm. Right? Those of you that didn't see it, look up Patriot March DC from this weekend. It was a there was a bunch of young young kids with white face masks on. Okay. The temperature in, in DC uh this weekend was not that cold. Yet yeah, their fully faces are wrapped and got sunglasses on, right? And then a lick of sun shining. Hmm. Hmm. <clears throat> We're seeing all kinds of activity like this. And yet, Benny Thompson, who is the head of the, the uh, January 6th commission, is trying to subpoena and press charges and everything else against anybody who might have even been remotely involved in this. Mm-hmm. There's a former fundraiser for Lindsey Graham who had a friend who was in D.C. She wasn't in D.C. herself. Mm-hmm. They're subpoena her, uh, subpoenaing her bank records, her phone records, her uh, email records, all of her text messages for the last few months. They've probably already frozen her bank account. Yeah, probably. Anybody who was not, who was even remotely involved, if you knew somebody who was there, they're coming after you, and they're subpoenaing those records, and people like Verizon and AT&T are just giving it up. I'm just saying, y'all heard my story Friday night. Yeah. It's 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 ridiculous. 
Yet groups like Shutdown DC and the group that came through this past weekend, um, yeah, well, you know, they, they don't really matter. Even though no, the no, Shutdown no. DC group, wait, wait, now wait a minute, okay, they've okay. already hit because they went in and they used sandbags, plywood, and New Orleans-style music to barricade the doors to fossil fuel lobbyists in DC. Mm-hmm. So you're causing property damage, you're causing monetary damage, and terrorism, basically. You're terrorizing these poor people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's no charges. It's no, it's no big deal. Really? We don't have rule of law in this country anymore. Nope. We're, we're being run by the mobs. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, I mean, really, that, that whole fake Patriot March thing yeah. was a test run. For this shutdown DC. I mean, I just put that together yeah. right now. That was a test run. Yeah. That was their training. They said, oh, yeah, they're, yeah they're, they're, like you said, they're, they're doing training. That was that was Stop DC. Mm-hmm. It was a bunch of feddies. Yeah. Hmm. You know, it's... It- When one of their statements is Democrats shut up and pass laws, it's like, really? We know which way this is going, and we know why they're not being stopped. We know why they're not being investigated. Mm-hmm. I just... I'm going to start posting this stuff in my in my Telegram channel. Mm-hmm. I think I may set up another category for it, too, on Publius Journal. Mm-hmm. And um, start throwing this stuff up there, because I just heard about it today, and it's like, you've got to be kidding me with this mess. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's starting to it's starting to get scary, y'all. Yeah, it because is. Because we are more and more being run by the mob. Yes, we are, and not and not the mafia. We're not talking about that no. kind of mob. Well, we got we got to roll out this thing here. So, um, I appreciate everybody coming through as usual. Um, make sure a hey, make sure if 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 you are on Telegram, I am going to start posting these nuggets. Mm-hmm. Um, on there that we talk about on here. Um, just look for the Justice League, the Justice League on Telegram, um, and you'll find me, and um, we can talk about that kind of stuff over there. So, I uh, appreciate y'all. Until next time, life, love, liberty, and happiness. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Southern Liberty Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media. Subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.bpmg.us or leave a rating and review on iTunes. To catch all the latest from Roderick, you can follow him on social media at manofjustice007. Thanks again and we'll see you next time.